0: Hey, beloved, I am so happy you found this community and I want you to know you belong here. Welcome to the Own Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Rich. I'm an international intuitive soul reader, psychic medium, herbalist, energy medicine practitioner, and educator. I work with people all over the world with my online events, courses, retreats, and my bespoke one-on-one intuitive readings and mentorships. I want to empower you and educate you to trust yourself and own your intuition so you can truly step into your power and really own your gifts as a self-healer. You can schedule your next session with me or register for an upcoming event, course, or retreat at my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at kellyrichintuitive. Hey, welcome. I'm so stoked to talk to you today. I'm in a jazzy mood. I've been in a jazzy mood all day. Just Lots of energy, feeling super inspired. Almost like an unlimited (laughs) flow of energy. You know, have you ever had those days? Man, I love these types of days. This is what I live for. This is this feels like my natural energy flow. You know, you feel me? There's a lot going on behind the scenes right now, and I can't wait to share everything with you. And I want to tell you about today's topic. Today we're gonna be talking about healing the mother wound, right? Healing the maternal line and before we dive into that, I want to give you some updates on what's ahead. Right now, I am working behind the scenes on putting an in-person retreat together for July 2021, which if you're listening to this recording soon after it comes out, you know that's in like two months. Um, it's a really bold and brave exploration I'm about to go undergo. It's not fully set in stone, but if you follow me on Instagram, you've likely seen my live that I did recently, my IGTV, my stories where I'm talking about this. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you can head there right now. Kelly Rich Intuitive. I share so much about upcoming events and I share a lot of free content there, a lot of free tips and tricks beyond just the podcast, but on Instagram too. So if you're not following me there, connecting with me there, go ahead. You can do that now, especially if you're already on the platform. And more information to come on that. But last year's retreat sold out when I released registration to the public. It sold out within something wild, like 24 to 36 hours. It was about a day. And there were double the amount of people going to that retreat. Then are going to be able to go to this potential retreat in July. So, if you are interested in a weekend retreat with me and a small group of people, there'd be twelve people max that would be allowed to sign up. It's in the summer; we'd likely be practicing outside sometimes. There'd be masks wearing inside. Um, lots of the stipulations and logistics coming your way that all needs to be worked out. But there are. Dozens of teachers teaching every weekend at this center in New Hampshire in the White Mountains all summer long, all autumn long. This is the only weekend that I could actually get last minute. So people are doing it and people are really craving gathering together and I'm really excited to to see how this pans out. And if you're feeling the calling, I recommend following along on Instagram, signing up for my newsletter because I'm going to be sharing there first and I'm going to be talking about all the logistics, everything you can expect from the retreat before I release registration because they tend to sell out so fast. So I will give you a heads up. There will be a time frame, doors will open, and then there's no guarantees you can get a spot. So follow along if that's something that you're you're interested in. And if you're local to New England and to Maine, you know about Bug Light Yoga. Right. I created Bug Light Yoga, a seasonal seaside outdoor yoga community in 2016, which is really where my business began. And I've been teaching out there for five years. Five years, and this year there are some really big changes that wanted to be made, and I was very resistant. But i I felt it last year. You know the shifts with COVID and all the changes that I made. You know, setting up the flags. If you were there, you know, you likely saw all the work uh, that went into it, and it just felt really different you know, and beyond that, not even just COVID, not even just the physical differences that you could see to the park and how the setup was and how registration was and how, you know, the financial piece of it was, was that I really am being called internally from my heart, from my guides and beyond to shift. My work is changing. My work is evolving. I'm teaching less yoga classes. And it doesn't mean that I will never teach another yoga class again. It just means Buglet Yoga wants to change. My energy is being poured into different aspects of my business, and I have to say no to some things. And this is one of those things that I'm saying no to. So last year was the last year that Buglet Yoga was a thing, right? In the same way it was, I was teaching anywhere from one to two to four classes a week for many months, you know, sometimes five months, six months, depending on the weather that year. This year, I'm likely only teaching f- about four classes all year long. And they're going to be more of circle gatherings where we're meeting in the park, you know, by the ocean, by that majestic, majestic space. If you haven't been to Bug Light Park with me, what are you waiting for? <laughs> especially if you live in Maine or around Maine, it is one of my favorite spots on the planet. There's just like this healing vortex there. And the classes that I'm going to be teaching are going to have themes. They're going to be more of an event or a workshop style. We'll likely sing, there'll be intuitive movement. You might recognize some yoga postures or some things from Kripalu yoga, which is where I've studied many, many, many years. And Um, there will likely be some meditation and breath work and more intuitive from me, right? I might do an energy reading of the group and more of a ceremony style rather than a yoga class. You know, I'm not going to be teaching you a workout. It's going to be a work in a work in going inward and May 31st Memorial day has the theme of renewal. So we will focus on renewal and registration will be open very soon. Likely this week, this today, maybe tomorrow of when you're listening to this episode, especially if you're listening to it right when it comes out, you can find all information at Kelly rich intuitive.com. I look forward to connecting with you in person. This is really exciting for me and I've been waiting a long time to connect with you in person. So if you have been too, then stay tuned. Sign up for the newsletter, kellyrichintuitive.com. Follow me on Instagram, kellyrichintuitive. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. So this week's episode is about healing the mother line, healing the maternal, healing the maternal line and healing the mother wound, the mother wound. We all have a mother wound on some level. I really, really believe that. And I really feel like The relationship between daughters and mothers is one of the most complex relationships there is on the planet. And, you know, you really have this ability to carry energetic blueprints from your mother and your mother's mother and your mother's 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 mother and so on. Right, no matter what your relationship with your mother is or was, on some level you have or had a soul contract with her. I'm going to say that again. No matter what your relationship with your mother is or was, on some level you have or had a soul contract with her. Healing your ties or your connections to your maternal line, right? Another word, of, another way to describe this would be like ancestral healing. This can be really powerful. It can also be really deep work. And for some of you, it could feel very gentle or very effortless. You know, no two healings are exactly alike. If every single person listening to this podcast right now were together and sharing their experience with their relationship to their mother or lack of, or even taking it a step further, if every single person listening to this podcast episode has done work on healing the maternal line or healing the mother wound, every person would likely have a very different experience. That's not to say that their relationship with their mother wouldn't be like someone else's in the group because there are definite, definite themes that I witness in my work. You know, side note, I often have days where I have clients that come to me with the same theme and sometimes even more interestingly, like the same questions or the same maternal wound, the same mother wound that is unraveling, but the way that it unravels is so different because that person and their soul contract is different, which means the healing of the mother wound and the maternal line is different. It's different. And what does it really mean to heal the maternal line, right? I'll share one one thing with you right now of how I see what healing the maternal line really is. And it can be releasing, letting go, healing, whatever your word is, whatever your adjective is to the generational trauma from the maternal line, specifically the women on the maternal side and all the trauma that's been carried down and passed to their children and their children and their children, like abuse is an example. What we often find is that mothers that were abused or grandmothers that were abused or family, even fathers, right? We're not talking about the paternal side right now. We're just focusing on maternal. I will share the paternal episode with you likely in June. However, that abuse tends to trickle down. In one way, shape, or form, whether or not the mother was the abuser or that the daughter of the mother finds an abuser that is a boss or someone walking down the street or their husband, whatever it is, that can be carried down. That energetic imprint can follow sort of like through the generational lines. I'm not saying this happens 100% every single time, but it does happen. I see it. I see it all the time. I will often see visions and sessions with people where their guides or the source energy that comes in shows me like where someone's issue comes from, the root. And sometimes the root does come from ancestral lineage. It comes from the maternal line, the paternal line, or it can be passed down through guardians. So when we choose to heal the mother wound, the maternal line, you can't really expect the healing to go one way, right? You can't can't try to control how the healing unfolds. And I feel like that is scary for a lot of people who have experienced a lot of trauma, especially at a young age. And they have some work to do around safety, safety in their body, safety in their lives, just feeling safe, feeling like they belong here on the planet and that they deserve to be here in this body. And there can be this fear of, oh no, shit. If I do this work, if I really start to look at the mother wound, whatever my mother wound is, whatever my healing that needs to happen from my maternal line that I'm still carrying, the fear can come from this place of, well, what's going to happen when I open that door to healing? Am I, am I just going to have the floodgates open and have so much emotion that I feel so overwhelmed or have a dark night of the soul moment? Almost as if these people are questioning and already jumping the gun of like, what's going to happen? How can I control it? I need to know. And we can't really know when we do this work. That's why it can be so deep for some people and so powerful because you're re- like any healing work, what you're really doing is jumping into the great mystery. You're literally jumping into the unknown. You can't control how your healing unfolds. And I think that is one of the most difficult things for people from all corners of the world to accept. I work with so many people all the time where it's like they're trying to rush their healing or they haven't healed yet. What's wrong with them? Or if they're not getting the answer they need in that moment, then something's wrong or they're wrong or when really it's like, whoa. Sometimes when we don't get an answer, that's an answer, you know, that is something that has really stuck with me. Sometimes when we don't get an answer, that's the answer. Time, time, slow, your own path, your own path. So I really hope you hold that why do I just share with you in your heart as we move forward? Because in these next few moments, I'm going to share with you some healing inquiries that you can use to move forward in your quest for healing, especially anything that needs healing. You don't need to, to, to rip up an old story, an old wound. You don't. You don't. But I trust that you will make decisions that work for you right? Maybe today you just listen to this episode and you come back to it and you feel ready. Or if you have a journal and you want to write down these questions, I really highly recommend it. And you do this work after listening to the episode. You can of course pause after each question that I present to you and you can journal in the moment. That could be really powerful too, but listen to your intuition, own it, do it. All right. So I'll repeat what I shared a moment ago and add something to it. You're about to find some healing inquiries to use. I'm gifting these to you as you move forward in your quest for healing anything that needs healing in regards to your connection to your to your mother line, to your maternal line, to your mother wound. Before you begin, I recommend setting up a sacred space, really sitting in your heart, activating your heart. This can be through pure intention. Or it can be through something else like a meditation, an exercise you love to do. For me, how I really love to set up sacred space, especially in my mornings, is clearing my space, sitting with my aura, making sure I haven't picked up on anything through the dream world that I'm still carrying, or even if I accidentally, or not accidentally, let's be real, looked at my phone before doing my clearings and my sacred space setting in the morning, lighting a candle, maybe picking a card, tuning into my, whatever it is, right? That is a piece of my Ritual was setting sacred space, find your own. It could really be as simple as coming into pure consciousness of where you're sitting and how your body is and how you're feeling. That may be enough. Breathing in and out through your heart center, that may be enough. Your intention is the most important. The first question for you is, were there sacrifices your mother made for you? Name them all. Take some time with this. What sacrifices did your mother make for you? Don't add anything other than sacrifices. Sometimes when we write this down, we give excuses or we add other things in. Just focus on the sacrifices your mother made for you. The next one is if you knew your grandmother, your mother's mother, or you learned things about her from your mother or others, You could answer this second question of were there sacrifices your mother's mother, your grandmother, made for your mother? What were they? Name them all. The next one is what did you really want or desire, yearn for from your mother that she wasn't able to give to you? She couldn't provide to you on some level. And what was the barrier? What was in the way of of her being able to give that to you? How can you give this to yourself now, today? Keep breathing. What did your mother want from her mother that she was unable to give? what were the barriers there if you know those and is this wanting or or yearning that your mother had from her mother do you carry that does it match what you shared about what, wanting something from your mother or is it different hold a level of detachment you know you're being the observer of this information rather than than getting swept up by it it's okay if emotions come in You know, when you cry, your tears are cleansing. It's your body's natural way of cleansing. The next one is what qualities or patterns or quirks, beliefs, characteristics from your mother do you love carrying with you today? And even if your mother passed when you were younger, or if you don't know her, it could be something you intuitively feel in your heart like your eyes, your eye color, or your sassiness, you know? This can come from an intuitive place if you never had a relationship with your mother or knew her either. And then the next one is, what qualities, beliefs, characteristics, patterns, quirks from your mother are you really ready to heal, to detach from, and to let go of? Write them down. This next question or inquiry for you comes from something that I learned working with people all over the world with my intuitive readings and my mentorships and ceremonies and retreats, really everything. You know, there isn't one session or offering that taught me this or showed me this, but I've seen it a bunch and it's been guidance from spirit from this beautiful source energy that I work with that is often presented to me in recommendation form for some of my clients. And it's to imagine someone that you have a difficult relationship with or even just anyone that might test you or trigger you at times and picture them as a child. Picture them as a child so you can see them in their child form because we all have a child within us with needs and wants. We want to be seen and loved and heard want to feel safe. So when you can see that person triggering you or testing you or giving you lessons or really, really struggling to be kind to you, when you see them as a child, you can see them for who they really are in some way, shape, or form because we all hold that energy. So if your mother was standing in front of you in child form, what would you say to her? What would you say to her? And there are three left. The next one is, how can you mother yourself today? How can you mother yourself? What are the ways you can do that? Name them all. Next one. Can you really, truly hold in your heart, in your heart's matrix, your heart's vibration, that your mother and your mother's mother and her mother's mother, and hers and hers, were all doing the best they could with the information, the education, the tools and resources that they had. Why or why not? Why or why not? Can you or can't you hold that in your heart? There's no judgment here. No judgment. Allow anything and everything to come up. And the last one is, what do you feel like your soul contract is or was with your mother or your maternal line? Why? What's the why? What are you learning, right? What are you learning from your mother? And often when you really ask yourself that question, what am I learning from my mother or my maternal line or lack of one especially if you don't if you didn't know your mother The answer to that question is likely intricately woven with your soul contract with her in some way shape or form Not always but often This is an introduction I really want to say that. This is an introduction to the work of healing the mother wound and the maternal line. I'm giving you a snippet of the work that I do with helping others do their work with healing generational trauma, the mother wound, outdated beliefs, patterns, habits. You know, the stuff we all have. We all do. We all have work to do. It's deep. This is a podcast episode, right? Take it as deep as you feel comfortable. If some of these questions you feel like you don't want to touch upon alone and you want to work with someone with them instead, listen to that. Listen to that. You know, the relationship between mother and daughter, like I mentioned, is often the most complicated of all. This goes deeper than just a podcast episode. This is an introduction to the work. Good. Okay. You know, our planet Earth is everyone's mother. The Earth is everyone's mother. She really is the great mother that holds a piece of the great mystery, the unknown. There is so much unknown here, right, when we're we're in this dimension on the planet Earth. Of course, we can access other dimensions while we're here, but I really feel like the great mother holds it all. And helping to really heal her starts with our relationship with ourselves. I really believe that. And often how we, what we do to the earth is on some level what we're doing to ourselves. And helping to heal her starts with our relationship to mothering ourselves. You know, we are made of the earth. We are the earth. All five elements are within you. Earth, fire, water air, space, that is what you are made of. You came from the earth and you'll return to the earth. Maybe you came from the stars and you return to the stars, but your body will return to the earth. Your body, your physical body. And helping to heal the great mother, the planet, is also about looking at our relationship, not just to mothering ourselves, but looking at our relationship with our own mother. In physical form the person who birthed us we all came from a womb there are many layers here remember to be graceful with yourself you are an active participant in your healing process you are you are an ingredient and you have free will and you get to choose remember to ask for help when you need it okay if you learned something or you got something out of this episode, I really ask that you support the show and that you share it with your loved ones. You can share it in your stories on Instagram, which can really help to get the message out to people who need it the most. And you can tag me on Instagram at kellyrichintuitive. I look forward to connecting with you there. And I look forward to holding space with you in a much deeper and intimate way. If you feel called to work together one-on-one, my schedule is open for intuitive readings and mentorships at this time. I'm booking out about two months in advance. So if you're listening to this, the time of the recording, I hope to, to see you in the summer, whether in person or for a digital session. All right, beloved, take care. What an honor to have you a part of this growing global community. Thank you for your loving presence. You can schedule your next one-on-one intuitive reading or mentorship with me or register for an upcoming event, training, or retreat at my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at kellyrichintuitive, and both of those links are right in the episode notes. I can't wait to meet you. If you got something from today's show, please support the Own Your Intuition podcast by hitting the subscribe button and write a five-star review can also share with your loved ones. Next week, I'll be back with a fresh new episode.